With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to Brandon TAT Pod. Liverpool have just beaten Nottingham Forest three goals to nil, just like I predicted in the um, previous show earlier. I said three nil, 70th minute. You can make subs, you can change the game and just relax a bit. And um, that's exactly how it panned out. So before we get into that, mate, how are you, mate? Oh, you're on mute. Let me sort you out, bro. Hello, you, people hear me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. It was a it was a nice Sunday afternoon game. That, to be fair, I think everyone can be quite pleased and all be happy as happy going home. Exactly, mate. It was so easy, wasn't it? And um, we will get into it straight away. We'll get into the good bits and um, we'll talk about standout performance. But guys. If you want to smash the like button if you're live in this um, in the stream right now or if you're watching on the replay, please make sure you do that for us. And as always, check out our podcast sponsor. I'll just get this out on the screen right now because there is a new product which I do want to show you guys about. It's called Play Moments Art. Not just Liverpool cards, but if you not just Liverpool art, sorry, but if you support any team, like there's a Man City one there, um, there's loads of Liverpool ones, um, but there's a Man United one. Basically, what these player art moments do is obviously they look good on your wall, but there is a QR code on the front. And basically, if you scan that QR code, it brings up the video of that moment. Um, so they are on the site right now. So if you guys want to check that out, TAT pod and the discount code, you get a cheeky 15% off. Um, Elliot, let's get straight on to it, mate. Let's talk about this lineup. Now, I just want to briefly discuss what we predicted. We got this 100% spot on. And I think we would have got this 100% spot on had the absolute heartbreak, um, heartbreaking news of Luis Diaz come out overnight. Of course, I think we need to touch on that before we, get, we move any further. But yeah, seeing everything unfold today, um, we'll get on to Jota's celebration as well. Um, it's very difficult, isn't it, to, to put into words, you know, how he must be feeling right now. Yeah, especially when he's on, you know, so far, so far away, really, so... Mm. Um, as I suppose we all, all everyone can do is kind of just wait and hopefully, you know, patience will will pay off and the the authorities over in Colombia can do what they do all they can and the, his father will be safe. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And I 
hurt our hope is he is as well as he can be because that must have been a tough overnight one for him and the squad, I know Jürgen touched on it with her saying it was a very tough night because, I mean, nothing like that has ever happened to him in his managerial career, which, you know, is expected. So the, the players dealt with, with that well today and I'm sure they're all wishing him well. If he is still in the country, that is, and, you know, they're by his side if, if need be. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and like, a, like we say, we obviously didn't know... Um, that was going to happen. Nobody could have ever predicted that. So I think yeah. when we did the lineup, um, yeah, we we put him in there. But everything else is is, is completely spot on. And obviously, Jota probably comes into the team. Um, I'm pretty confident Diaz was going to start this game. So if Jota has come into the team on short notice. Um, he gets his goal, and I think that's where we'll start. We'll talk about Jota's goal, mate. Um, <laughs> it was it was brilliant from McAllister. I know a lot of people have had mixed opinions on McAllister uh, since signing. Some are saying that he's wasted in DM. Some are saying that he needs to be further up. Some are saying he's not been as good as they thought. But I think this is probably one of his better games, to be honest. And I think this goal, it all starts from him. He wins the ball back in the midfield. Then he sees Salah breaking away. Salah carries it forward. Um, passes it to Nunes, who shot a save. But Diogo is there to put it away. And then obviously dedicates it to... Uh, Luis Diaz. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on that first goal, mate? I know it's about 31 minutes in, but not much mm-hmm. for that really, did it? No, it was... I mean, the goal The goal was... I mean, I don't want... I don't know whether you can say it was coming, but, you know, Liverpool, every time they went forward, they're always threatening anyway, and especially when a team's just sitting with five at the back, low block, just attempting... I mean, I say attempting, I thought Forrest were awful, to be honest. He was nothing about them until Liverpool had 3-0 up and he smashed the bar and literally nothing happened for them. Um, so, I mean, every time he was attacked, he was hope within Liverpool supporters and, you know, mm. it was going to come, whether it was going to be 31 or 71, and, you know, it was going to come. Um, touch on McAllister, I think that is, you know, my point with, you know, touched on it quite a bit in terms of wanting to see maybe Endo there, but being perfectly fine with McAllister starting in the six at-home games against the low block, that today was why, because he was absolutely excellent. His, his duels, his tackling, his passing... You know, aggressive in the tackle when when Liverpool, you know, want to you know keep going, recycling attacks is absolutely perfect today. And I think um, whether whether I still, I think I still doubt whether that the fact he was actually signed to be the sixth, to be honest, just simply because he's got the number ten on his shirt. But um, you know, Endo played well against Toulouse, but it seems to be the way forward. Where McAllister will be the first three six, and you know, we'll get big bigger tests. You know, certainly, you know, Manchester City in a few weeks coming up. That'll be a big one for him. But today he was absolutely excellent. And I think that is why I would be so I am so happy to see him in the six against low blocks. He can do everything perfectly there. And he's done it for Brighton only, okay, in a pivot, but he is more or less in a pivot with Trent next to him these days in, in that system. And the goal was, you know, it was nice, nice play all round. You expect that from the front players because they've got a certain amount of class. You always expect Nunes to take the shot on as well. And the keeper does okay, you know, not much you can do with it. Jota, Jota's always there, you know, Jota, as per usual, gets the little scraps and gets on his way in the celebration. You know, really nice touch. I assume it would have been the case with anyone who scored the first goal and the crowd's got a little bit of a Luis Diaz chant going as well. So, you know, everyone backing him and hoping he's okay, of course. Absolutely, mate. Spot on. Um, I completely agree with everything you've said. I think um, the goal was brilliant. Like like I pointed out, the way McAllister won the ball back there, what you want to see from whether he's mm-hmm. the sixth going forward or if it's temporary, regardless, that's what you want to see. Absolutely, and then yeah. um, just the, the breakaway, I think it was almost like a, a vintage Liverpool goal. And um, I love those ones, but it just breaks away and everything falls into place perfectly. And yeah, the keeper saves the Nunes shot. There's not much else Nunes could have done there. Um, but 
four minutes later, five minutes later, Nunes does get his goal. And this one is is a really nice one as well because Diogo's got it on the left wing, sw- switches it to Soboslai, who plays a lovely one to Mo Salah. And then um, Soboslai puts it across to Nunes. And again, mate, it's very close, isn't it? That Nunes? <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, mate. But yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a bit too close to comfort for me, that one. But it went in, that's all it was. Yeah, of course. I mean, I did. I did say that. So I'm thinking, oh my god, you might have missed it again. But it's one of them where I think everyone's kind of running at full halt. So there's not much you can, you know, as long as it's on target, you just have to play. You know, he's in the position, isn't it? That's the most. And he's always in the position. Exactly. He was. He was fantastic today. I think the goal. The goal is really nice. It's probably the best goal of the day. Um, Salah's little little nutbag, isn't it? I think it is to Sebastian. And it's every like Liverpool in motion kind of thing. Everyone knows where they're meant to go. And um, it was. And to be honest, that that. Kills the game there and then just simply because of the whole, the, you know, passive forest way. Really, there was nothing. And I, I said it before. There was literally nothing. There's nothing more negative I can say than the fact that he was nothing about them because there's literally nothing to pick up on apart from the fact that he basically threw the game. I mean, I don't know why he didn't start. I want to we. I don't know if he wasn't fully fit, but he comes on, so we've got to be fit. So the second goal is lovely, but it, it ends the game. And, you know, from a neutral perspective, I know that's not us too, but the game is probably the, done then. But it's a lovely goal. Nunes again, you know, I think he's got the best G slash A in the, in the Premier League. I mean, maybe a couple of Uruguay uh, goal contributions as well in terms of all competitions. I'm not too sure, but I know he's up there and you've just got to keep him keep him going. It's fantastic to see. Uh, really, really pleased for him. A lovely goal. So, but like, brilliant as well. Yeah, just touch on um just just touch on Sabaslai because obviously he gets another assist a bit later on and mm-hmm. um he he got man of the match again, I believe, today. And I think again it's, it's these games where you just see the the difference because last season you, you you're playing against these low block sides at home, it's probably gonna be one, two goal win match. You know, these low block teams last season on Henson or even a last year. Mm-hmm. Um and it was really tough to to grind them down a lot of the time. But now, mate, we've got creators, we've got ball carriers, we've got agile midfielders, we've got all these players. But I think the main difference is obviously Sobosli. Um, he didn't stop working today, did he? No. And I think the big thing is players who aren't scared to do something they haven't done. I mean, the amount of times that they do is pass a moves with flicks, dummies. They want to be creative with it. And that's not a, you know, to have a go at any of the players that left. I always like to reiterate that because they will be legends forever. They, they delivered the Premier League title and Champions League the majority of them. So, you, know, you can never criticise them too much. But last season, they were they all seemed pretty much like their time with the club. And, you know, maybe at the top level with the biggest teams in the world that come to an end, which I think is a fair point considering the teams he went to join. So, you know, there's a massive difference. And I mean, I watched the past size today and I always go back to, I think, a point a lot of people have made. It's like a jump that we saw from Carius to Allison or, you know, a Lovren to Van Dyke kind of jump where it's just transformed. Like that right hand yeah. side is just so, so, so good. You I mean, opposition teams must just fear for the lives when they see Trent, so I was like, and Salad, it's so great. And there was times about so I was deeper than Trent, and they, they run and link up as a one to. You can tell they enjoy playing with each other so much, which is easy to see with their little bromance, which is going on. So it's literally all positive, really. That right hand side was just. You know, brilliant. I mean, and, and then it was so casual in the second half for them where they could try the little flicks, you know, little lovely little plays just getting up from from their own half to the, the opposition box. It was it would there was some really fun, you know, phases of play today, and it does all stem from how good Sebastian day is. Absolutely, mate. 100% agree what you're saying. And I think the whole Trent thing, how he's he's just all of a sudden become best mates with him straight away. I think <laughs> that is um that is important because we we all know that. 
um, Liverpool is all about having a tight-knit squad players that just really get on with each other and you can see that straight away and um, yeah, it just feels like the unity is back in the squad um, last season it felt like maybe that, that had gone away a bit but I think now you, you can definitely see there's been some sort of shift, not just with those two guys, but um, all of the players. It just seems like they, they all love each other and I think that's going to be important moving forward. And if we are going to be competing for this title, you need that. Um, but yeah, that was a brilliant goal. Brilliant goal from Nunes. And we said, didn't we, on the on the match reaction from um, Toulouse, that Nunes, he just needs to forget about that chance. He just needs to yeah. push it off. And people were putting the question out like, is this going to affect Darwin Nunes going forward? Absolutely not. He's yeah. a chance magnet. We've, we've said this mm. so many times. When Darwin Nunes is on the pitch, he just uh, it just attracts um, chances. And, you know, he's just gone to 10 GA now. And I think that's over half, just over half yeah. of what he got in total for the whole mm. of last season. So, um He's, he's come on leaps and bounds and I, I couldn't be happier for him because like, I'm not going to get into it now, but obviously a lot of scrutiny, a lot of criticism, not just from Liverpool fans, but from um, the whole football world. You know, you see like Paddy Power and Domino's like putting yeah, up stupid yeah, memes about him and um, you see it now and I've not seen those sort of tweets in a long time. So um, yeah, I'm happy for the lad. Um I think we we all knew that he was gonna come good, and I think if you can get if you can double that again and get to twenty goals and assists in, in this season, or mm-hmm. maybe even more. I, I said he needs twenty goals this season or thereabouts, and then you can say, you know what, that's been a really good season, um, and he's on track for that. I think he's on six goals now, so you'd expect him to score fourteen more, especially if he continues to play in the Europa League. So um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant performance from Darwin Nunes again. Um, and then again, Ellie, it was just so easy. We, we're going to jump again to another 30, 40 minutes for the Salah goal, which was on the 75th. But um, it was just so casual, wasn't it? It just felt like today Liverpool didn't need, um, probably didn't have to get out of second gear. Uh, we got the goals in the first 30, 35 minutes. And then it sort of becomes more of, OK, let's not go full throttle here because we've got a lot of games to play. Let's get this game in the bag and then... We, we reserve energy for the, the future games. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly at home. I feel like there's, there's a bit of that inevitability back. Um, you remember the title winning campaign. I, I think Curtis Jones used to, he said it in an interview with someone that like he used to sit on the bench and sometimes wish the opposition would score first to make it a bit more interesting. Mm. But today, again, you know, say, I know they drew against Brighton too. It's a tough game to go to. But even when it was Tottenham and that goal should stand, you know what I mean? There was a, like an inevitability, even with 10 men, that they were going to go and get the first goal, which they should have done. And especially, I mean, and I don't want to be too harsh on Forrest, but there was no attack and impetus from them at all. And even like from teams which we know are going to sit back, there's always something. And he wasn't anything today. So I think, as you say, there was absolutely no need to go full throttle. And as as I said before, if, if the goal came on the thirty first or the seventy first, there was there was going to be a chance and a goal coming. It didn't they didn't have to do anything extraordinary, um, and it was it was a it was a nice game to see how the you know attacking phases and consistency were putting them together. You know we've we've seen some of it. We've also had to see some you know bits of brilliant individualness because certainly Nunes against Newcastle. Um, and it was nice to see a game which was so calm, and that was because the midfield just looked so good. Like, uh, and the defense as well on the ball. I mean, I think I remember being a bit, I think 
bit of bit, you know, with Canate, you know, his passes into the front man. I think today he still probably could have done a couple more, but it was just nice, safe possession. And then from that Liverpool build, and it, it's what they used to do, you know, it's a bit different now with Trent in the middle, but they've done that over and over again. And the second half they didn't really need to because Forrest again didn't do anything, they didn't even bring on exactly. a one away until the 70th minute, and the chances came after the Salah goal. So there was no need for Liverpool to be erratic or worried because it was probably going to be one of the easiest three points they will generally get this season because it, they were so they were they weren't there today forest <laughs> so yeah no, ex- exactly that mate exactly that we it's just a case of um controlling the game and sort of managing mm-hmm. the game and managing minutes i think and effort levels i guess um i like to it after the game you know when when liverpool don't need to get out of second year win games i think that is pretty scary for the rest of the league because um last season it felt like we had to put if we were going to win a game we had to just go all out and put 110 in at the minute we can play on 40 50 and get wins so mm. i think that's very impressive and you know again it, it's a credit to Klopp and pep and the guys behind the scenes that uh, i know we've not done anything yet and people will be quick to say that fine but if you watch Liverpool, if you watch every minute of Liverpool like we do, we can see the differences. Even, you know, if a trophy doesn't come this season, we would still be able to sit here and, and, and say how far we've come. I'm still confident a, a trophy will come. I think we're, we're going to win at least one minimum. Um, but what I'm saying is, yeah, even if you just watch Liverpool, you can just see that it's just a completely different team. Um, 75th minute then. <laughs> this one was hilarious. Uh, so <laughs> I just punts one up the pitch. Um, yeah. a good little knock up to be fair. Turner comes out, mix up with his defender, gives Salah an open goal. Um, mm. and Salah, another game, um, I called you Mike then, another game, Elliot, and it's another <laughs> record broken. Um, he becomes the first player in the Premier League era for Liverpool to score in the first five consecutive home games. Yeah, I mean, it's literally, it's mad, isn't it? Every single game, he does something, and every single game was a record at this point. He, to be fair, I don't even think, I think it's probably Liverpool because they were only in about the second game. He wasn't, like, electric today, but the this, this is, like, the the bit where he's different from the rest. Every time he has it, something happens, like it's, and then something amazing yeah. happens. Like, every time he has the ball, a goal, or he scores the, the second goal, and then the third. So he doesn't need to be so involved, but he's still there providing Liverpool with goals. Um I don't know what the Matin was doing. I don't know why he hesitated. I'm pretty sure it was Toffolo. If, if your keepers out, out, if you're out that far, you you need to just take your own teammate with you and just get rid of the ball. I don't know what he was doing, as if like Toffolo was going to catch it or something. It was really bizarre, and it was a bit harsh on Tim because I thought he had the other sequence of saves which were actually quite decent at one point in the first half. So you know, but um, let him, let his team down a little bit. But they only lost the game. Let's be fair. You know, it's not all on him. Um, and a nice little open goal, another assist for Sebastian. So nice to get those numbers up. Um, and it's simplest goal exactly. we'll see, probably. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, mate. Exactly. And uh, Redbird says, Dom was class, but big Virgin's man of the match for me. He was immense, but I'm okay with you giving it Dom. Uh, we didn't actually give it Dom, I think that was the vote from uh, <laughs> yeah, on the Carlsberg, club's Twitter, the is it? Yeah. yeah, um, that's who the official man of the match was. I think the Premier League one was him as well. But you just read my mind, Redbird, because I was going to come to Elliot and ask, are there any no- notable performances that we want to talk about? And we have to talk about Virgil van Dijk, Elliot, because everyone is so quick to to talk about him when he, he doesn't play well. Um, but today he was immense, wasn't he, the captain? Yeah, I, I mentioned it when I was there, as we made, I said... 
because I, I, I remember watching the Chelsea game and thinking it, I, it was like he was a bit of like a, I don't want to use that four-letter trigger word, but I wouldn't go that far, oh, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, there was just like a, a dominance about him, like everything he he a self-confidence dominance, like he knew that everything he was gonna do was gonna be good and fine, and that's what he's meant to do. And at times, maybe last season, maybe there was some doubt, but I think there was some doubt within the whole squad. I think Van Dijk actually said it in an interview saying we all felt I can't remember the exact word, but you know, we, we all felt a bit down, maybe you know, a bit tired or fed up along them lines, which I think the supporters were as well. So, mm. you know, it's fair enough. And this season, you know, we, we would have probably seen this more the more dominance if that red card doesn't happen. Um, so it's it's good to see him back, and the, the Everton game has had the same thing every single every time uh, a team with a low block comes to Anfield, they they way out the long ball. It doesn't happen when Van Dijk's like that today, and against Everton, he just wins everything. It was great, and Fanasi played well as well. There was a couple of good uh, area duels, but Van Dijk he is just level above the, the above the rest. And uh, that Chelsea game was like a big thing for me. It was like you know maybe there's a bit of that edge back. I think I do think it is happening. Uh, it looks it looks great. Maybe not too reliant on his pace. Which is expected with that injury and age, of course, but that aerial dominance and, and we'll go with it. Or it seems to be back, but you know, there'll be tougher challenges. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, you know, with in terms of just individual performances, because we can't judge too much on that game, but we can judge it on consistent performances and Everton and Forrest, he was excellent. And I, I well, you know, we've saw it before, he was easily the best defender in the world for a good couple of years. Maybe I think he probably still is. I would go that far. I know you probably agree with that, but some people don't. Some people like to jump on Saliba and stuff, which mm. you know is isn't the case. I mean, there's some other centre halves which are definitely you know top racket in Europe, but Van Dijk is still when he's on it. Um, which is obviously the case, but he, there's just a certain dominance about him. It was good to see that today. And he was, he was. I was waiting for it. I was playing Diag Bingo because he didn't do it, and then he done one. So I think it was mm. the Salah on, on the right, and it was, it was inch perfect. And we, that's when you know that confidence is about you know with him. He's, he's able to just ping that about. It was good to see. Yeah, spot on. I think obviously he had his injury, came back the season straight after twenty twenty one, no twenty one twenty two, wasn't it? Um, and he was immense. And then it was obviously last season where he started to have um, a little bit of a dip. And again, you can blame him all you want. You can blame the midfield, whatever. There was a lot of things wrong with the squad. But I think, um, yeah, this season, just the way he's pulled his socks up, and I think giving him the captaincy has obviously given him... He was always one of the captains anyway. Like People mm-hmm. always said that he's basically the captain figure of this team. Um, I think there's a bit of a disservice to Jordan Henson, but I, I get what people meant by yeah, that. Yeah, so I think just giving him the official status and, um, again, that four-letter word, which um, people do get triggered <laughs> by. Um, again, there was a moment today where a player was, I think it may have been a one year, they go to take him on, but then they change their mind. And I'm like, yeah, this is Virgil, man. Like, this is what used to happen. Like Players would get the ball, they'd think about taking him on, they'd see him mm. in the way and they'd be like, actually, I don't want to get involved in that. And that happened today. I think it was a one year when he came on late in the second half. Um but yeah, he's absolutely fantastic. He's phenomenal. I think um, he's still got at least two years left in him after this season um, at this level minimum. So um, yeah, just brilliant from the captain. Um, I think we're just going to move on, mate, to be honest, because I don't think there's too much more to say. It was just a very easy win. There's not much yeah. left to discuss. Um, mm. So we're going to just quickly move on and discuss the, the Bournemouth game on Wednesday because I don't think we're going to do a preview for this um, because, again, it's just a bit of a... It's a bit of a dead game. Bournemouth away on a Wednesday night in the cup. Is this the round before the quarterfinal, isn't it? I 
think it is. I think it yes, is, the yeah. quarters after this. So this is, it's not, I wouldn't say it's like a big game, but obviously, like, you get to this stage now, Elliot. Yeah, you, you win this you game. You start winning. And it's important. And it's important to win this game because then there's all, all of a sudden, especially the new lads, mentality is a big thing. Liverpool took this seriously, you know, four years, not four years ago. That was getting mixed up with quadruple a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, so, you know, absolutely. I don't think it's just going to be treated like a Europa League game, to be honest. I don't see why it wouldn't be, but that is fine because of the strength and depth the squad has got. Exactly. So I think we can say it's going to be Kelleher in goal. Mm-hmm. And then... um, you'd have to going off to lose. You probably would say Chambers, wouldn't you? Again, but it'd be maybe a bit of a bigger challenge for him. But away from home as well, especially. Right. I, yeah. I mean, I can't. I... We could see Gomez coming in. To be fair, maybe. Yeah, but it's a bit of a tough one, this, isn't it? Because it, it depends on how much he rates to lose compared to Bournemouth, which I mean, on league standards is. You know, supposedly to lose should be better, but it's the standard of the division, isn't it? So, yeah, um, I reckon I'd risk it and say Chambers. And if he does, you know, if it's a poor first half, he can always drag. Not to not to say drag, but you know, he can get dragged over half time, and it'll be all okay, kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, and then, what, what do you reckon for the other two? Do you think Matip comes back in? Yeah, massive. I, I think probably just the same as to to lose. I know it's you know a bit basic to say it, but you know, it, it is how Liverpool's ruined the team. Left centre back. Uh, Gomez was on the left and Matt was on the right against Toulouse, yeah. Um, Liverpool's ribbon with your open league, so there's no real reason to kind of change that too much, you know what I mean, in terms of lineups or teams. Um, actually, to be fair, Go- hmm. Trent started against Toulouse, didn't he? Yeah, I was going to say, because then... We Maybe Quanta and then Gomez right back. Yeah. Not to, not to you know, that. underrate Bournemouth, but I think, you know, three games in a week basically for Trent wouldn't be ideal, especially because, you know, he was injured. That 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 makes yeah. sense to me, that one, I think, yeah. Um, yeah it's simple as Endo coming into the um Yeah, should be. And Jones, Jones. coming back in, get some minutes mm-hmm. in the tank. Um, yeah, he starts on the wing, didn't he, against... Who started? Yeah. Uh, my mind. So it was a bit quiet, here. though. I don't know what you, don't know what you thought. I don't, think, I don't think you're going to like someone on the... On the, I say yeah, yeah like my best mate. <laughs> uh, you know, as if I don't think he likes on the wing. I don't think he's ever really liked him on the wing. So I was a bit surprised that he'd done that on Thursday. I thought he might because he, he he tended to go with Jones, uh, you know, a few years ago on the wing rather than yeah, you know, in centre midfield. But he, he didn't. So I, I'd be. I don't think he'll do him on the wing again. I think centre midfield again would make sense. He got a few. I think it was twenty odd minutes today. You know, starts him on th- Wednesday makes sense to me. I'm trying to think who started because he was on the wing. He who started um, right centre midfield. I've, I've totally. Jones and Gravenberg. Yeah, right. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, uh, you'd probably do Gakpo through the middle, wouldn't you? Because Nunes again. It's it's one of them. You don't want to start in too many games, and the squad depth there. You may as well use it. Yeah. Um, um, I guess Salah. Yeah, do you reckon? Yeah, he only got solid. 15 minutes against Toulouse, didn't he? And then he did. He were in second gear. Um, well, because it's away from the... home. If you're going a bit weaker with the, a couple of things like the defenders, I think you probably need a few of your senior heads going forward to at least mm. if something if something goes wrong, um, you've got someone to bail you out. 
I think I don't think it, I don't expect him to play the full game, but I I, I would expect Mo Salah to start, especially well, if Ben Doak Yeah, it injured. would make it would make sense because he obviously he, you know on paper he rates this more important for you know Klopp uh, rates this more important than to lose. Hence why he only got 15 minutes against to lose and maybe starts to, to on Wednesday. That would make more sense. Like again, if Liverpool are strolling, can take him off obviously. And then it just begs this question: We obviously don't know, and. <laughs> There's no way of telling what's going to happen with Luis mm. Diaz because I think the reports are still that they haven't managed to locate where yeah, his father yeah. is. So yeah. he could be out for as long as that takes, I guess. And, you know, nobody could um, fault him for that, even if it, it took however long. So yeah. I think Diogo just comes back into it. Um, mm-hmm. Or you could go with... who Out of the young lads, who plays on, on that side? I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not really I don't think he really is. Uh, there's Kumas, but he's only like 17. There's yeah, not really a, a young senior option, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, he could do he could do a number of things, couldn't he, with, with maybe Jones on the left and Gabbage back in. But I think that yeah, would make sure. the most sense. And again, if Liverpool have a lead or if Joss is maybe feeling it a little bit, then he can always take him off and you know do, do what he needs to do. I don't think it's a problem with that at all. No, absolutely. Would you be confident with that team, Elliot? Go through. Yeah, I think so. I think Bournemouth have been really, they have been really poor, haven't they? I think they got they got lucky with not not lucky in the sense of like how the game went, but there was a little bit of a VAR yeah. issue. I haven't really watched it back to be honest, but I also just know Burnley are really really poor. Um, I know Burnley fans looking at Twitter comments. know that's maybe not the best place to look, but they aren't <laughs> too happy with the you know, Trafford and goal and you know companies all around management not being able to adapt as of yet. Um, so I, I don't think you know that Bournemouth win is anything special to go by. It's a good win for Ariola, and he, he should stay in a job. But Liverpool are you know one of the best teams in form in the Premier League and, and Europe, so it should be more than comfortable. But you know, if Bournemouth nighttime cup game, the, the crowd will be behind him. So not not as passive as uh, Forest were today, but I do I would imagine Liverpool. You know, a little three one maybe. You know, Bournemouth get a little goal, but Liverpool are always kind of in control and got them within an arm's length type of situation. Absolutely spot on, mate. I think um, we we need to take these these competitions seriously because obviously when we have done it and you know the season we went for all of them, we, we came very close. So it just shows when Liverpool have the squad available to them and they do want to take these competitions seriously, we can we can go as far as we want. Why not? We've mm-hmm. got the players, we've got the depth. Um, we need to win trophies. You know, we don't know how long we're going to have Klopp for. Hopefully, there's a cheeky extension in there. I've got a <laughs> feeling there could be. Um, yeah. But I want to just keep winning trophies, man. You don't know how long these days are going to last. Um, mm-hmm. This has been the best era of mine and your your life, watching this club. Um, so let's keep going for it. Let's, let's just keep going strong in these games. That's just... Uh, people will say it's only the Carabao Cup. It doesn't matter. It's a trophy. Um, yeah, absolutely. It was great fun as well. Let's not get... Exactly, yeah. Ex- when when I went in, in the last time, we, we, we won at Wembley. Um I just remember coming away really happy thinking if that's all we win on, on, on its own and, you know, you finish second, it's not the best season, but it's the start. It's what it can lead to. And like you said that's earlier, it. mate, you know, you've got all these new players. Some of them may have not even won a trophy. Um, look at young mm-hmm. Joel Quanta in there. He's obviously not won a trophy before at senior level. So you're looking at Darwin Nunes and all these other guys that have come since we last won a trophy. This could be the making of them going on to just win trophy after trophy, can't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a total mentality thing. I think 
you know, Liverpool had that the receiving players. Why I always go back to why the midfield rebuild needs to be done properly, and it has been, and it rubs off on them the fact that the spine of Alisson Van Dijk, um, you know, Salah. I know it's a spine is <laughs> on the wing, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean in terms of senior players and winning their man's their mentality is there with alongside Klopp's and the coaching staff. Uh, so why not? Go for it, especially considering Manchester City, who would absolutely love that tournament out. Liverpool on paper should be the favourites for this competition. Um, you know, before Liverpool actually won a clock, probably didn't really prioritise it. And I imagine he still won't. However, there isn't a Champions League to go for, and that's not to, you know, say the Europa League is not something which Liverpool will do, which they will obviously go for, but at the moment it's not the necessity because the quality yeah. of the group stage. So why not go for it? Which is why I think it makes sense to probably start Salah and, you know, Jota as well. Gapo's obviously just came back. I mean, it's a very strong front line. Any any front line with them, five and second players is strong. And so why not go for it and give them another opportunity to boost confidence, especially Gapo. Unlucky to not get a goal at the end today, of course, but it was he, he, he looked really nice, I thought, today. Mm. Some of the little touches. So give him a start, get him back up, full match fitness, I suppose. And let's go and have some fun with the league cup. You know what I mean? Like you get past this stage, everyone's thinking we can win this. Um, every single team will be thinking that. So why not? And there's also, I think it's, is it, I know it's Mansfield Town versus Port Vale. I'm not too sure if mm-hmm. it is or that. And it's definitely Mansfield, I think. So, you know, if Liverpool get lucky, they might get one of those teams at home. And that's basically a very nice, should be, <laughs> win. Isn't well, it? There's, you know what I mean? there's, a, there's a few in there, mate. There's mm. Mansfield Town, Port Vale. There's Exeter yeah. City, Middlesbrough. Um, yeah. There's Everton, Burnley. I mean, you, you take one of those. Um, wait, no, sorry. I'm, I'm looking on. They're not. Carabao Cup fixtures, I don't think. Everton Bailey, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, sorry, it is. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of teams in there. Obviously, there's no city, which Mm -hmm. is good for everybody because... (laughs) It makes it a bit more interesting. (laughs) Yeah, well, obviously, they didn't win it last season, but yeah. No, of course. But yeah, yeah, I think uh, we've got a really good chance. We've got to be up there with favourites to win it. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. let's um, hope we we can go through. But guys... We're just going to keep it short and sweet tonight. It's Sunday evening. We both want to chill before the week starts again. So uh, please make sure to smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.